0: No. he just got a
1: hot dog. Did he just eat a hot dog?
0: He smoked it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God.
1: I love it.
0: It's so good. And, like, it's a good song. Oh, my God.
1: Oh. Oh god! This
0: is the new campaign theme song. Sorry, Arnie. I <laughs> don't love
2: that he wipes the hot dog across his nose before <laughs> he smokes it. Well, That's, he's, so he's
0: smelling it like it's a fine cigar. Yeah, I'm aware.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> but it's
1: better because it's a hot dog. This is so long.
2: This is very long. I'm, I'm not <laughs> even
1: halfway through. Oh god! Thank you for that gift. I really appreciate this. This,
2: yeah, this is this has been a joy. Anyway, we thanks. should we should do our jobs
1: though, <laughs> right?
3: <laughs>
2: There is a bird that stands a head taller than the other ones around it that has long legs and a very distinct long curved beak. It has these very intense yellow eyes and you can tell that it is looking right at you and it creeps you the hell out.
3: Janet it's going to throw the stone at the bird. You
2: hit the post that it's standing on it gets up and lets out this uh, shrill kind of uh, willowy cry. And I think as that bird lets out that call, the call itself makes everyone here kind of feel sick to their stomachs. I would like Gable and Travis to make knowledge adventuring checks. These ones are hard. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: I will say regardless of the outcome of these checks, you have both heard this type of bird call before.
1: I have a success in three threats. Hell yes, Gable.
2: Um, so yeah, Travis, you cannot place what this is. You know you've heard it before. You know it gives you the willies, uh, but you don't know anything about it. Gable. I got a bad roll. You know. You've heard this before. You've had at least one encounter with the mariner and his drowned sailors. You remember that day very clearly. There are things that stick out in your memory of that time that sort of confused you for a very long time. There were images that stuck with you that didn't make sense until you heard a story Decades later, about the strange long-billed birds that you saw that day. That's the thing. Amongst all the violence, amongst all the horror that you experienced that day, you remember seeing seven birds, all of the same type, that let out that mournful, shrill cry. You saw a curlew, and you know that that is a curlew's call. And that curlew are birds that belong to the mariner.
1: Gable puts a hand on Janet's shoulder. Let's move inland. Yeah, okay. Now.
2: That feels like a good point for a transition.
1: Where do we want to go
2: to? Do we want to move to the bar? Is there anything else anywhere else that anybody else would want to go?
0: Uh, I. I... You know, I would still like to do a little investigating about my current situation. Yes, yes.
2: So I, I think we'll transition to you walking into the streets of Nordia, uh, where, you know, celebrations are starting to spool up for the day. Like, uh, I think the last night was a pretty late night for a lot of people. There are vendors out here who are... Uh, Some are set up. Most of them are still in the process of setting up as things aren't really going to kick off until like 11 or 12. While you're moving through town, you find uh, moving into step alongside all of you is Margaret. It's one second you're walking in a group alone, and the next second she is there, and uh, she smiles at Travis. I think everybody can notice without making a perception check or rolling or anything like that, uh, that Margaret, unlike the rest of you who all look like you had a bit of a late night, Margaret looks like she is glowing. She is refreshed and does not appear to be tired at all. Even though she looked very tired when she bid you adieu just a few hours ago.
0: You look well. Thank you. You all.
2: Be honest. Well, I I just say it. Yeah. Just say it. Okay. I can tell we're a little cranky, but I can work with that. Uh, it is good to see all of you.
1: I morning, Margaret. I'm sorry. That was, (laughs) I apologize. I'm not,
2: um, <clears throat> Gable, please, please don't, don't apologize. You have nothing to apologize for. In fact, I have to apologize to you as I need to steal our friend Travis here.
1: Please. <laughs> am I right? Tra- uh, John am I right?
3: You are right about that. Take him anywhere you. you want. <laughs>
1: take, look, take him away. Oh, please.
3: Get him out of here. Put him on a new yeah, ship. For,
1: <laughs> Fly away. Yeah, on get ship. him away from here. Oh, <laughs>
3: get yeah. far away from here.
1: Oh man. Well, yeah. So
0: they they say this, but um, I'd <laughs> be sorry. Oh yeah, we'd be mean sorry.
1: they mean it really bad. Uh, <laughs> oh, please, please, Margaret. Okay, I <laughs> take my Travis, like- please. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've wandered into something. Um, <laughs> Travis, dear, uh, let's say mm. you buy me brunch.
0: Sure.
1: Don't uh, bring it back too soon. Am I uh, right? Don't bring it back, <laughs> back uh, ever. That wasn't <laughs> ever. Ever again. No thank you. Go get lost and then ah. find your way, but leave him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs>
0: Uh, yes. So they're, they're so bad at it, is the thing. <laughs> it's cruel. It's cruel, but they're so
2: bad at it. Margaret uh, sort of falls into step with you, Travis, as, as you pull away from the group. She catches eye contact with you, then gestures as though she wishes to grab your arm. Um, sure. Yeah. Let's, yeah. She allow it. hooks her arm through yours and walks uh, in step with you. So I can see that you've spent
0: the morning ingratiating yourselves to your crew. Uh, that's just a fun thing that we do uh, because we all hate each other. <laughs> do you do this often? Oh, constantly. Exclusively. Well, uh, we'll maybe need to
2: dive into that later. Uh, The thing that I wanted to talk to you about, uh, Margaret says while she's wandering through, she's uh, waving to different people in town who who are tipping their hats to her and whatnot. She moves by various vendor stalls, picks up fruits or or bottles of, uh, like like maybe a bottle of bog wine uh, as she's going, and the people that she's passing by either tip or nod to her um, as she does it. The thing that I need to talk to you about is what you really want.
0: What I want... I want... to be back to normal. I want my hand fixed and I want... to be normal. Okay. Uh, Normal for you
2: might not look like normal for everyone else. Uh, And you find yourself in a remarkably interesting predicament right now, Mr. Madico. That is, you have been healed. I did some consulting uh, in the morning after I got myself refreshed. I thought on it. I drew on it i moved through the problem from as many different angles as i could think and i believe that's what happened to you on your arm at least your curse has been lifted
0: what does that what does that mean
2: well that means that This, uh, she moves her hand to, like, sort of uh, touch your chin. This is the face of a changeling. And this, she moves to your injured arm, is
0: the arm of a mortal man. So if we do nothing, what will happen? I believe you will be
2: reborn... And once the day changes, you'll turn into an animal, and then when you are no longer an animal, you'll turn again into a man, and that man will not have this arm. If we do nothing.
0: That's not ideal. I
2: suspected that wouldn't be ideal. Now, that can be healed... Uh, There are things that can be done to remedy that situation. We'll, of course, need ingredients and have to perform a ritual, and it will be a whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, It always is. But if you were interested, I could ensure that I'm no longer looking at the face of a changeling.
0: How is that possible?
2: Well, the same power
0: that did this to
2: you, i that broke the curse, at least on your arm, I imagine could break the curse everywhere else. It's already started. It's a matter of nudging things in the right direction. I don't think under my own power I could cure a changeling, but one that's already in process, I probably could the question that I need you to ask yourself is who you are and who you want to be. Are you William? Are you Travis Madigo? Are you Mr. McRib? Are you any of the other dozen pseudonyms that you told me? And if you are any of those people, who are those people and what does it mean to be them as a black lily? It is my duty to help you become that. I think I need to sit down. That seems like that would be best. And thankfully I already have a reservation. uh, She says, as you stop in front of a cafe, let's move over to Janet and Gable.
1: Yeah. Uh, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Radical. Uh-huh. Right. I believe that Gable is going to try to take Janet's mind off of the bad thing that's happening. And we're going to go shopping. Yep. And mm. just try to forget it a little bit.
2: Love that. Yeah, I mean you 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 got some you got some cash to burn wh- whatever uh, funds are on the ship uh, that the crew isn't currently burning through right now. Everybody's sort of taking what resources you just happen to have on hand and spending them because y'all got a big payday coming, so it doesn't matter.
1: Mm-hmm. What stores are around us?
2: Um, so spooling up, there are a lot of vendor stalls and behind them and around them, you can see various businesses in Nordia. Uh, Mm. I think the main things that you'll find in Nordia, there are various shopping that you would see kind of at every port, you know, there are, uh, tailors. Uh, there are uh, duty
1: free diamonds. Cobblers.
2: Yeah. yeah. There there are places to to buy gifts. Uh,
3: there are. Basic... There's a
1: Hooters with mm-hmm. a free Wi Fi. Yeah. I There's
3: a it. Senior
2: Frogs.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Michael's Arts and Crafts. Staples. Mm-hmm. You know, Kmart. Yeah. Janet. Yeah.
1: I think I might know what would make you feel better. What if we? Go and get Travis a coat, and maybe, hey, how about we make it a size too small, huh? <laughs> That'll be Gable, fun, right? You're the best. Yeah, I'm. I'm fun, and you are fine. Don't Everything's fine and good that with you're you. Fun though. Let just, you're, I'm just fun, it be. and you're fine. Uh, We're gonna have a good time, and nothing's bad at the moment. Cable, okay, well, uh, pick a store. Let, pick, pick, a, pick a pick a pick a pick a store. Oh, my treat. Whatever um, you want. Within well, reason. I only have so much. Okay.
3: Um. What about... Uh, John, it points to a, a shop that's just labeled Dunkin's, maybe next to the tailor shop.
2: Okay. Yeah, What's so you that? go to Dunkin's. Dunkin's is... I think it's like a blacksmith. Okay. Um, you go to Dunkin's, there's a big kind of interlocking horseshoes that are on the sign and on the wall you can see there are a lot of uh, various like metal necessities there are knives there are rings and locks and chains and and that such uh, there's also uh, something that is kind of a popular tourist option in Nordia there are these small ornamental spoons that people love to pick up that have the various uh, sites and uh, landmarks from Nordia sort of
3: engraved on them.
1: Jonnet, would you like a spoon? Ah, uh, a very small spoon.
3: Well, what's this topaz spoon? It's got the fountain on it. Oh, that's kind of oh, fun. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> There's and, and the, the you can
2: see Sven's corpses <laughs> on Ugh. the fountain. Oh, okay. Put, that. how about you?
3: Wow, put this was
1: down. Oh, this was made yesterday. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Brand new. Uh, where is the sh- shopkeep? Hello? hello. 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 Oh hi. What's your name? I I am Duncan. Oh, this the the eponymous Duncan. <laughs> Indeed. Welcome it's, to Duncan Shop. Yes. It's a uh, it's lovely to meet uh, the the famous Duncan. Uh huh. So how long you been running this shop,
2: Dunk? Uh, well, uh, I've been working for my father for a very long time, but uh, I only took over probably seven years ago, and it's been good business for maybe about five of those seven years, but the last two years, not so much. Be- because the the
1: boats stopped... Because yes.
2: the boat stopped Yes, yes. I remembered
1: yep. that one uh-huh I' I'm, I'm S- John this is small talk. I think I'm acing it. <laughs> you're doing so well oh my God yes yeah, so uh my friend and I here are looking to purchase some wares. I think it was looking for a, a small spoon with a dead man on it and uh, I personally need a, a a weapon or whatever you might have in your wares. Tell me more Duncan.
2: Ooh. Uh, okay. Uh, we have m- not many weapons, but we do have bayonets and swords and, uh, uh what kind of weapon would you be looking for? As far as spoons with pictures of, uh, dead men on them, we
3: do have quite a few spoons. With the same or different dead men?
1: Uh, all, all Sven.
3: Okay, okay.
1: He's the big one, isn't he? Yeah, he's- Hard to hard to leave the mind. Heard a
3: lot about him. Sven is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, uh, anyway,
1: uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, how long does it take
3: for you to make a custom spoon? What if I wanted to commission you for some spoon? A, a spoon. He scratches his beard. What did you
2: have in mind?
3: Well, I want to... G- so you can do spoons with different engravings on them, right? He nods. Well, how hard would it be to make a spoon with uh, that ship on it and he points to the Uhuru. uh
2: he looks out the window and squints do you mean the penis
1: no no, no the larger one that's not the penis uh the pen-
3: <laughs> way bigger than uh, that he, penis
1: <laughs> yeah the bigger one that's the
2: uh-, uh he scratches his beard nods i could do that ship maybe 24 hours. Okay. Hmm. 24.
3: Yes.
1: That's a, that's a, a great turnaround. Isn't it, John? It's,
3: it's great. It's great. Uh, um, I'll, I'll- Commemorative spoons are a big part of
2: Nordian tourism. Many people on ships come through and ask for spoons. I asked if it was the penis because I have many novelty penis spoons right here. Do you? Yes, as you can see, here's a nice big penis spoon. Oh, that's a good penis. Uh, that's a good penis yeah, spoon. Good this passage. this penis spoon here is uh, sort of more decorated than the other penis spoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be for someone who's more vain, so we might call this a veiny penis
3: spoon. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh huh. And what about yeah. this spoon with a penis on it? That's uh, more short, <laughs> but it's much more wide. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one didn't turn out too well. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay.
1: Well, I'm looking at this spoon right here. It seems like it has a lot more spoon on it. It's like all the other spoons have a like the
2: the sides it's, are It's girthier for sure. Yes. Mm.
1: Well, but was there a sort of ceremony that wasn't d- done for this particular <laughs> Peter <laughs> p- <laughs> p- p- spoon? <laughs> is it Sarah, like, for a reason or is it just like a personal preference? sort of thing. Some people say
2: it's cleaner to do a spoon the I, other way, but you know, I I think that's mostly propaganda.
1: I under, okay. Mm. Well, that's you've given us a lot to think about. Mm. For and for sure. sure
2: hope a lot of people are thinking about a lot of different things right now. <laughs> uh but yes, I could uh, take one of the base models we have for a ship and I could uh within about 24 hours recreate a spoon
3: that would be that ship, for sure. And then could you put uh, Gable and I in the like in the ship or or somewhere, maybe with like I don't know maybe exaggerated heads and like if we give you like a fact about ourselves you could like put that in like a fun uh, illustration of us. This spoon is getting pretty (laughs) expensive. (laughs) Just the, 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 to warn you, I have the, slugs for ships, but I
2: have no slugs for little boys or big giant people.
3: All right, Thank fine, you. let's just do the ship. Let's just do the
1: ship. Uh, and uh, I'll just, uh, a rapier. I'll, I'll take one. I'll take a, a rapier for for me, Gable. That's me. You didn't know that. Hello. A rapier sized for you. Which, uh, or a regular rapier. It could be a fun, small... No, that's not what I want. I need to. I need to say what the things that I want. I need to manifest use, use the things I desire. Uh, yes, I would like a, a a rapier size for me, my shack esque body.
2: It will be expensive. Is that all right if it's expensive? That's fine as
1: long as it lasts for a while. I'll need
2: to forge it new.
1: Okay, that's that's good because we have a fun a good relationship and. Uh, uh, Hey hey I'm 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 sorry is this working I'm trying to be fun and casual and I'm I'm not sure that it's working but me thinking about it makes it worse Say yes. and I just Say I is. just want people to I, you,
2: this is you trying to be fun
1: uh, I thought I was succeeding but I guess not um, uh, You were being
2: conversational this yes. is true uh, you were being amenable <laughs> This is true. You were making small talk. Yes. Which is a Nordian pastime. Yes. Uh, I don't know that this would be fun. Look outside at the Uh festival. That's fun. That's fun. Uh, You can see somebody dance. Somebody is like clearly still drunk from last night and dancing like on Sven. Like, like. (laughs) You know, backing up to spend spend a little bit and (laughs) sort of waving some bog wine in the air and just going woo. Uh,
1: See, like, okay, if if you like, we're we're going through a lot of like stressful stuff right now, and I'm trying to keep it together for this little boy and trying to make him have a good fun day, like baby's day out kind of thing. And I'm having visions. I can't. Yet he, he's having a bad time, and he might be like marked for death. And I'm, I, I'm doing my best. But marked for death?
2: What are you talking about?
1: Nothing. Nothing. That's an f- expression. He just, yeah, is it's
2: just
3: say, for say.
1: For um, having visions? What sort of visions? Uh, visions of a puberty. great
3: deal on some spoons.
1: Yes, visions of a great deal and uh, chest hair. Are
2: you having visions of ships from the sea?
1: Oh wow. Uh, um. Hey, Gable. If he were, if he were, what were, what, would that m- mean?
2: That would mean that I am not alone in my fears. Oh. Uh, oh,
1: Duncan. Duncan. Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, hey, Duncan. Gable pulls up two stools to the counter and kind of like puts chin on on fists to look at him. Hey, Duncan, what's what's going on, buddy? It is not proper for
2: me to talk to strangers, but you talk of visions.
3: Yeah, and we're not strangers, all right? At this point, we're customers, okay? So you can tell us anything.
1: Yeah.
2: Duncan moves behind the counter and takes a dark hunk of metal. It looks like a fragment of a blade, maybe maybe a spear tip. Yeah, he takes out a full spear tip uh, that is of a dark... Metal and he puts it down on the counter, and it sounds with a heavy metallic ring. Do either of you recognize this metal? hey heroes it's james your game master welcome to the mid-roll heroes right now we only have seven days left in our Skyjacks courier's call season one kickstarter if you somehow missed all the other messages Skyjacks courier's call is our all ages approach to the Skyjacks universe it's also an actual play podcast gm'd by drew Mergieski and starring ali grauer aaron katano sayez and palomi pratap It's about young teenage apprentices of the Swiftwell Courier Service, a mail-carrying operation on the world of Sphere that uses flying ships and giant birds to deliver messages all across Sphere. If you're interested, you can actually check out the first couple episodes of Skyjack's Courier's Call right now on its own podcast feed. Just open your favorite podcast app and search for Skyjack's Courier's Call. And if you love it, please head to bit.ly slash couriers season one. And that's one with the numeral one. Or go to Kickstarter and search for Skyjack's Courier's Call to help support us in making our first full season. We've already managed to fund season one, but there are some stretch goals on the way that we'd love to meet. Thanks to all of you, we managed to hit our $10,000 stretch goal, which is going to bring you a new piece of music by Arnie Parrott. And we're currently looking to our $12,500 stretch goal, which will bring us a new piece of art by Ben's Zweifel. Ben is incredibly talented, and I would love to hire him to do more Skyships. So, if you haven't already, please make your way to Kickstarter and support us now. Speaking of Skyjack's Courier's Call, we are about to reference a piece of lore from the world of Skyjack's Courier's Call. Jiltaran Steel and the Jiltara Islands were created by Palomi Pratap. So, if you're intrigued by this upcoming scene, be sure to head over to the Courier's Call feed to learn more about the Jiltara Islands. With our resident Jiltara Islander, Kieran Rao. Before we get to our episode, though, I want to take a quick moment and thank some of our backers on Patreon. Sean Flynn, thank you so much. Marcus Goodwin, thank you. Benjamin Schreiber, thank you very much. Flex Pexico, thank you. Jay Harbor, thank you very much. Billy Davies, thank you. Hannah Cobb, thank you very much. Elizabeth Milnes, thank you. Lydia, thank you very much. Connor A. Walters thank you. I apologize if I get this one wrong in advance, but Poisoner Chid, thank you very much. And be sure to send me a message on Patreon if I got that wrong. Chris Cadell, thank you. Kate, thank you very much. Bjorn Fontaine, thank you. Dylan Simpson, thank you very much. James Hyatt, thank you. Dan Chamberlain, thank you very much. Jess Cunningham, thank you. And Nils Graber, thank you very much. Thanks again to everyone who supports us on Patreon. We wouldn't be able to make this show without you. If you like what you're hearing on Campaign Skyjacks, please head over to patreon.com oneshotpodcast one-shot podcast and sign up to become a supporter. Signing up to give us a small amount of money each month shows your support for the show and helps us produce it. And if you can't afford to support us monetarily, you can always help us by telling your friends about the show or leaving us a rating or review on your favorite podcast listening app. We love to have new listeners and share the world of Sphere with as many people as possible. Now, with all of that out of the way, let's get back in the sky! Do either of you recognize this medal? Should I roll
0: a thing?
3: Should we? Uh, You could roll a knowledge adventuring. It would be hard. For sure. I got three successes and three threats. Three successes? Wow. My knowledge adventuring is uh, too yellow.
1: I won't roll because Tyler did good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. So... Tyler, Jonnet, must be sometime when he was young, knew someone from the Jiltara Islands, which are, uh, like, if there's a cultural touchstone in our world for them, uh, it would be somebody from Southern Asia, like Mumbai, India kind of area. They are a group of islanders who are sailors, and when I say sailors, I mean on-the-sea sailors. Still? And really fierce fighters. Yeah.
3: Okay. Still.
2: Wow. So, that my question, like, you had three successes, so you probably, like, knew this person a little bit. Who was this person in your life?
3: I feel like it's Jiltara? Jiltara. Okay. Are the fighters, are they known for, like, Retiring well, Jiltarin. Jiltarin. I feel like there could be like one or two farms over, like a retired Jiltarin that maybe, you know, you borrow their farming equipment from time to time if you don't have it. Uh, just like a friend of the family. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know what? Ooh, what'll make this interesting? This is someone that you met through HIP. Yeah. I think... This Ooh. is one of Hip's Illimat buddies. Okay. So you remember this person, but you can't remember exactly why you know them. And a lot of your memories of them are fragmented, but you remember he had a knife. Okay. Uh, and that knife looked like to be made of a similar metal to this. This is a dark, gray, kind of lustrous metal, so it's a little shiny, but it's still dark. You remember that you never saw any rust on it, and it seemed to always keep an edge.:
3: Oh man, Where did you get this? This is Jiltarin steel. You have quite a good eye. You must People's be very well at educated. At <laughs> Are you in
2: charge
1: of his education?
2: He would you says, believe turning me? to Gable.
1: Would you believe me if I said yes?
2: I don't see why you would lie to me about... They're my tutor! Well, then you have done yourself a very good job. Yes, this is Jiltar and Steel. I got this from a customer of mine who I had a good relationship with for a long time until he had to move on. This is a steel that is used in the war against... The demons from the sea. Uh, the drowned ones, the dead men
3: that still move. Yeah. These are hard to come by. Jonet turns to Gable. I remember uh, there was a guy back in Acheron. His name was Lee. He would always play Illimat. And he, could, he, he was great because he could always beat... Um, he could always... Beat, uh, beat who? Oh, well, I he was a well, he was a a guy, and he, yeah, he was the guy that came and told me all the stories about the world. His, he was his name was, and then Jonet's face kind of gets a little bit more desperate trying to remember the name.
2: Well, it is a very rare thing, regardless, young sir, for yeah. you to have seen Jiltaran steel. Jiltarans do not make a habit of leaving their islands, and they very rarely pass around their ancestral birthright, the steel of their lands.
3: Well, leave. It is a
2: hungry steel, and it wishes to taste the flesh of those they fight against more than any other. The Mariners.
3: And,
1: uh... What does this have to do with your visions?
2: I have been having strange dreams over the past week and trying to ignore them until I finally dug up this old spearhead today. And every time I drop it, he picks it up and flips it as though it's a coin, and it lands. <laughs> and does this once or twice more, and the point always lands towards
3: the sea. Uh, do you mind if I try? Yeah, go for it. John, yes, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Jonat it snatches it up, and then just like tosses it pretty high up in the air, and watches it come down.
2: It thunks down once again towards the coastline.
3: He looks at the Arrowpoint Point follows it out the door. Yep, yeah, that's the sea. Does this mean anything? Where does it normally land outside of this? Uh, normally it is just a spearhead. These spearheads, they're pretty valuable. You wouldn't happen to be in the mindset to part ways with it, would you? He shakes his head.
2: As I said, this was given to me by an old friend. It has sentimental value to me far more than gold. But, regardless, what it tells me is what I have feared. And if you are experiencing visions too, then I am not simply fooling myself.
3: No, uh, I'm also having visions of the sea, and it's pretty troubling.
2: I am a blacksmith. Which means I hold an important place in this town. I cannot be seen to panic. I cannot be seen to shout that there is danger coming when there is no danger. But there is danger coming. And it is a danger large enough that there are many who would not believe me.
1: Who wouldn't How believe I stop
2: you? Stop it. There is no stopping it, there is only running or dying. Then how do I run from it? You came on that ship. You should leave on that ship. And as payment for making your blades and your spoon, you should take me with you.
3: You're going to have to submit an application. We
1: hold in the It's a pretty intensive process. It's really... I believe
2: as I am rendering you services, I will merely buy transport on your ship. Oh. Okay. Let's I... cut over to Travis then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dang it.
2: <laughs> uh, Travis, what do you order for brunch? Oh,
0: uh, well, what kind of
2: restaurant is it? It's a cafe. Cafe. You know, there's a lot of Scandinavian influence here, so you can probably get some pickled fish. You
1: would you like a cinnamon roll? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: This place is famous for big ass cinnamon rolls. Um, yes, I would like a cinnamon mm. roll and a cappuccino, please. Oh, yes.
1: All right, and would you like uh, uh, a cinnamon roll that's fresh out of the oven and barely cooked, or uh, entirely uncooked?
2: They the the sell first one.
0: just raw cinnamon rolls here. <laughs> that's your that's, thing.
1: It's a delicacy. It's
0: no, I'll have a cooked one, please. A
1: cooked one? Oh, we've got a tough customer here today. Did I hear that we've got
3: a fully cooked cinnamon roll up for order?
1: That's my Irish friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are with both kind, kind of all, all over the place.
1: <laughs> 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 we are also trying our best. And what for you, miss? Uh,
2: I'll I'll have a tea. And uh, if you have it, some eggs, whatever the house style is.
1: And how many cinnamon rolls?
2: Just one,
1: uncooked, though. Just one uncooked? This is a woman who knows local delicacies. You should teach her a thing or two. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't start
2: Irish, but it's (laughs) 1,000% Irish now.
1: The thing
0: that's most fascinating about this town, Margaret, is there seem to be uh, micro dialects. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, it's
2: actually a a common affliction. Different places across Spear. It's very sick.
1: uh, Very sick.
2: (laughs) Regional dialectic dysmore. Trans. uh, Regional dialectic. (laughs) morphosis. That's it. Regional dialectic morphosis, where somebody will start talking as though they have one dialect and then end up as completely another dialect. And Mm. if I were you, I would just accept that that's how it's going to be for the duration.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. We have all these accents here and they are very nice to behold. I'm the chef. Are you a
0: Oh sure. Well, that that track. Well, here certainly. is
3: your tea. Your tea is right here. It is it is a uh, English breakfast tea. Yes.
0: <laughs> now, are you the same one or are no, you a different I mean, one from A
1: different, from different from person. <laughs> okay. Ooh, lovely evening. Would you like any uh, refreshments from the cocktail bar?
0: <laughs> I'm a Yeah, I'll have a. I'll have a mimosa.
1: From the cocktail bar for you, Mills.
0: I'll have a mimosa as well.
1: Mimosas you. all around.
3: Lovely. <laughs> Mimosas and tea. Very, very, very fancy morning you're having.
1: <laughs> we like these fancy <laughs> ladies and gents. <laughs> yes.
2: It's a festival day. It's it's time to unwind a little bit. Sure. <laughs> I think... We're
1: trying to find a button, but it's really not coming around, is it?
2: (laughs) More than anyone else, you could probably use an opportunity to unwind. Mr. Madigo, you seem tense.
0: Do I? Kind of got a lot going on. I can imagine.
2: But we have to sort through it. We... Don't have a lot of time to do this slowly, and the work that you're going to need to do, I imagine, is going to be very difficult. But if I know what you want, I'll be able to help you get it.
0: I don't want to make a decision until I can talk to Gable.
2: Now that's interesting. Mr. Madigo... I can be honest with you uh, about uh, at least a little bit of what this ceremony is going to look like. Obviously, you'll need to know to agree to it. But based on my conversations with you, I imagine we're going to be able to do this without a lot of material components. Instead, it's going to take a lot of emotional components from you.
0: Okay, so I'll just tell you more truth things.
2: It doesn't just work with me. We wouldn't be able to gain enough power. I'm going to need you to do something far more significant. I need you to bring me three heartbreaks, declare three loves, and make three promises. Hmm... Now, you could tell me about your heartbreaks and just tell me truths and stories. That will work. But for declaring loves, even if you were to declare a love to me, I'm afraid it wouldn't be very powerful. I need you to confront something true in your heart and speak it true with your mouth. Okay and then make three promises. And they're probably going to have to be considerable
0: promises. Okay. Who has to hear all these things? Anyone but you? The people most important to you in the world. Mm.
2: I was afraid of that. That's why I imagine they'll be difficult, but that will also make them quite potent. There well, are see, other ha- ways that we could go about gathering power. Uh, it's just a question on whether or not you have the
0: patience and the stamina. Hmm. Well, yes, on both counts.
2: I struck you as more of a reserved gentleman, but if you would like to go about doing that sort of ceremony, we could obviously begin soon.
0: <sighs> and now... What if I... what if I just want to fix my arm? Or turn it back the way it was? Or is the ritual the same? The power for the ritual will be the same.
2: So I will still need you to collect those things. That is going to call for one more component, which might be difficult to come by. uh, But we can fabricate it. We would need... We would need the limb of a changeling or or a part of a changeling. That, that would make it easy and, and perfect. Though we could also perform a ceremony if we were to get the limb of a human person and the limb of an animal. That would just take more energy.
0: Travis reaches into his pocket and pulls out the rabbit's foot and says, uh, You had me at easy and perfect.
1: Awful
2: Her eyebrows go up As her uncooked cinnamon bun Is set in front of her I would have to 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 give you five
1: Each just in case You got a little peaky Just five cinnamon rolls each Just take them as you will And uh, here's a tub full of icing for you
3: Oh you're so sweet On the house the icing Normally much much more
0: very expensive could, could one of you <laughs> Seven or eight people Grab my cappuccino When you get the chance
2: <laughs> Oh that's me oh. oh I'm
3: so sorry I forgot about the cappuccino <laughs> oh, blah, 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 blah. He goes bar- Blathers the... is
1: going to go Get that cappuccino And he is <laughs> going to He is going to go Get you Two more cinnamon rolls To make up for it I'm that's so a, sorry sir
0: Absolutely not necessary Well <laughs> it's
1: gonna <to> happen <laughs> So our uh,
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think it is time to cut back To Gable and Jonnet
1: Gable is taking Jonnet out of the Out of Duncan's and bends down Puts a hand on each shoulder And I'm sorry That was a real bust As far as getting your mind off of stuff
3: Yeah, but I mean I mean, I I haven't I haven't seen Jiltar and Steel in so long. That was. That was really crazy cool, even. I appreciate the effort. I just. I wish I could remember that guy's name. This is. That bugs me a little bit.
1: James, do you think I could identify whether or not this was something that was a result of a sacrifice, or do you think that's too personal for me to know?
2: I think it would be Difficult for you to see, but you know, having divine magic and angel feathers, like you probably could.
1: I don't think I want to pry into him that much. I don't think. But yeah, that's that's good. I listen. I don't want you to worry about this. Okay, people survive the Mariner's Mark all the time. He's afraid, of course, because it's a port city. But this. A mark is not a death sentence. A mark is simply something that is a complication. And you are incredibly powerful. I don't want you to worry. Gable. If you're worried. It's.
3: I'd rather. The sooner we get out of port, the better. So let's just work to get out of port. And. Okay. We can deal with it from there. It's.
1: All right. Absolutely. just. Yeah, let's get out of port. Okay, and we'll cross that bridge. Let's go. Let's go to the tailor. And I swear if this this tailor brings up any sort of traumatic memories for you or brings up the mariner, we'll we'll leave right away, but I don't think so. I hope not. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This should be okay. fine.
1: Okay, and also and, and also, help me remember because we have to go back to Duncan's. Help me remember like fun facts about him so I can make like positive conversation with him and like really like get that, that politeness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't really know yeah, what I, he
3: told us that was fun, but I've got your back. No,
1: nothing. Th- it was all all pretty, a uh, bunch of downer. It but was mostly downer. It'll, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Okay. It was mostly downer, but yeah, let's, let's get this coat. All right. Okay.
3: So they walk into the tailor. So you walk into the tailor.
2: Uh, y'all... Uh, To peel back the curtain here for our audience, you put on your wish list in our session zero to just have there be a really cool tailor in this town. So give me one fact about this tailor,
3: please, everybody. Like, what does this place look like? He blind. (gasps) Cool. Cool, cool, cool. He only does it by measurements. Love that. Can he he do it with
0: some sort of... um, Magic instead of the usual way, so that, like, you know, the stitching is extra intricate but also extra strong.
1: Yeah, Yeah,
2: definitely.
1: Okay, cool. He does that. Uh, His signature is stitching not like predictions into cufflinks or into Uh. hems, so like little phrases that you might not know what they mean right away until the phrase pops out at you at a, a couple later years.
0: Oh, that That's rules. That's very, so very dope. exciting. <laughs> he has a big loom that tells you who to kill next. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he's got wax baths that help you heal
2: really quickly. that what's this? video game. So uh, I don't wanted, I think. Yeah, what a strange movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh,
1: he can yeah. shoot
2: the wings off a of fly. Uh, <laughs> I remember too much about
1: that bad yeah, that, movie. Yeah. That is on so all mediocre. y'all for knowing details of Wanted.
0: <laughs> to be fair, I saw it.
1: I mean, I mean, uh, well, that's, that's fair.
2: Yeah, I mean, I saw it. I don't know if that's fair. I had to <laughs> yeah. see it. But
0: I did see it. I, I, in my defense, I saw it for free because at the time I did work at the theater. Morgan is Freeman
2: is in those movies. Mm-hmm. He's
0: in Angel- that movie. Mm-hmm. Angelina so Angel Jolie is. And James McAvoy.
1: Yeah. That was the, the first the time that I saw thing, McAvoy. I
0: think. Yeah. If you just pay actors money, they'll be in movies. Oh.
1: And it feels
0: like it should be illegal. <laughs> and here I am, neither money nor movies to my name. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd regret it, but why wasn't I
2: in wanted?
0: <laughs> they didn't even ask. All you got to do is ask.
1: Sky Jacks.
2: While you do best to avoid even flying over open ocean and keeping yourself firmly inland away from the danger of coasts, not everyone has that luxury. And that's twice as true for any skyjack. Sometimes the winds blow you to places best left alone. That's why every skyjack should know the mariner's omens and signs. If you see any of these, be wary. And if ye see more than one, stoke the furnace and head to the sky as quick as your weave can carry. The mark of drowned sailors is enough to fill its own tale, and most know it well enough, so I'll not spend time on it but to say that if ye see someone with a black spot upon their palm, ye you keep your distance. Mainlanders don't know that all folk of the coast face strange dreams from time to time. With the exception of few ports that are somehow sheltered from his grasp, like Bhujanith, all places overlooking water are within the mariner's grasp. If he's not raiding with ships, he's raiding in dreams, showing people hateful visions of the sea, calling to those that are unfortunate enough to listen. Even if a soul can't remember their dreams, they'll be followed by feelings of dread in the waking world. A natural reaction after wading through a night of briny horror. Most folk could tell you that a red sky in the morning is an ill fate, but all folk of the coast know that it means a ship of the drowned fleet is nearby. They say it's because the mariner spills so much blood in his raids that it stains the sky itself. Whether you're flying over water or on the coast, if you see a red sky at daybreak, you should petition your captain to cast away. Of all the terrible fates that await sailors in the great beyond, none is more chilling than setting eyes upon the island. The island is the mariner's cursed home, and some say it travels about the open sea. It doesn't move, it just happens to be in more than one place, and no place at all at the same time. This makes it difficult to avoid, but you can always tell the island is drawing near if you spy dark waters. The sea will take on the look of ink or oil as you draw closer to that odious port of bone and wreck. Even skyships are wise to steer around the dark waters, lest they be pulled to the island's currents. The mariner has servants, too, and they are enemy to all who call the sky their home. But the worst of them is the foul bird that watches with his eyes and calls with his song. The curlew. With its wicked beak curved like a hook, the curlew wades on shores all over Sphere, looking for victims. They nest only on the island, but all hunt on our shores. Through their eyes, he watches for weakness, waiting for opportunities to strike another blow in his endless war against the land. Not every curlew is always in the mariner's thrall, but they all serve him, make no mistake. It's best to assume any curlew that you see carries the sight of the mariner with it. To see seven curlews in the same day is to know the mariner is sure to follow. Take heed, though. Never slay or lay hands upon a curlew, lest ye court the wrath of the mariner directly. To slay a curlew is to formally declare yourself an enemy to the sea. Even leviathan hunters don't carry that distinction. But ye carry out that deed and the mariner will know your name. There are some advantages, so long as you haven't been marked, he'll be unable to lay claim to you, but he will treat you as a different sort of quarry. I have known many brave souls in my time, and none of those that courted the Mariner's wrath died in peace. If you find yourself with strange dreams, under red skies, over dark waters, or under the gaze of a curlew, there are only three things that can save you. Wits, courage, and an albatross. Seeing as how you sought advice from an old jack like me, and you sail the open skies, I'll place my wager that you're secure in the first two. But there's a chance, being as young as you are, that you don't know about the Aaroner's friend, and the one true omen of luck on this wide sphere. That's the albatross. An albatross can lead you away from dark waters and the shores of the island if you've sailed astray. Making your bed near a nest is supposed to calm your dreams. And most importantly, an albatross will always attack a curlew if their path should cross. They are the earner's sign of luck, and a blessing to all who hang under weave. When skies are darkest and the sea is angry, look to the sky, and let an albatross be your beacon home. Be wary, though. An albatross can never be captured or held in a cage. They're meant to fly, free as you or I. Now, there are stories of some taming albatross, but I have my doubts. It would be a noble soul indeed to win the loyalty of a mollymock. Now then, how about you prove your courage and wit by contending with the matter of my tab?
0: Can we do an all-German episode? Sure. I mean, we can. Uh, I, think
2: you, I Actually, like I know for a fact that we have German listeners, so they might really appreciate it, or <laughs> really, really not appreciate it. German's a fun language. Yeah. Instead, you know, how about we'll we'll compromise? We'll just do a whole episode in German accents instead.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's very very sexy. That's very good. Very good. Very good. Very. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love how we all went to can. to horny, oh, <laughs> horny <dresses. yes>. Well <laughs> that's...
2: Uh, did we not just watch very horny <laughs> German very horn. super snacks. Zuba snacks. fish super cookies. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Campaign Skyjacks is a one-shot network production. For more information, be sure to follow us on Twitter at, at @campaignpod for updates about live shows and other events we might be doing. You can find more great gaming shows over at oneshotpodcast.com, like One Shot. Take it from me heroes, the most fun way to learn about new games is to listen to them get played. Every week on One Shot I, your host, James D'Amato, bring you actual play recordings with a talented cast of improvisers, game designers, and other notable nerds. Each month features a new group trying a new system, exploring a wide variety of genres. The stories are self-contained, so you can jump in anywhere. And it's a great way to find new games. Discover the magic of RPGs with One Shot on your favorite podcast app. Jonnet Kessler was played by Tyler Davis, who can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Tyler A. Dave. Gable was played by Liz Anderson, who can be found on Twitter at Liz Anderson underscore underscore underscore, or on her podcast, Paired. Travis Matigo was played by Johnny O'Mara, who can be found on Twitter at Johnny and Briefs, or on his podcast, Dilettante Ball. I am James D'Amato, your host and game master. You can find me on Twitter at OneShotRPG, or on my other podcast, one shot. The original music featured in this production was composed and performed by Arnie Parrott. You can find Arnie on Twitter at A-R-N-E-P-A-R-R-O-T-T. And you can find more of his work at atptunes.com. This episode was edited by Casey Tony, who can be found on Twitter at Casey Pony, spelled C-A-S-E-Y-P-O-N-E-Y. Or on his own podcast, Neo Scum. Our logo was designed by Fiona Shea who can be found on Twitter, at Fiona The world of Sphere was inspired in part by the music of the Decemberists and the card game Illimat, property of Together Studios. The game used in this production is a modified version of the Genesis role-playing system that was created by a talented group of game designers who were fired by a private equity firm owning Fantasy Flight Games. There are no kings. Take flight, heroes. <laughs>
1: strangers who've ever been kind, and once for our friends ne'er to rise, twice to the dearest
0: we're leaving behind, who know we can never deny, the call of the sky.